0: This is the Dynamite Entertainment Weekly Podcast for books being released on September 17th, 2008. Welcome to another episode of the Dynamite Entertainment Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Parton, and I hope everyone here is having a great week. This week has started off well for myself, it's going to be a little bit busy. Uh, One sad note is that this is a skip week for Dynamite Entertainment. So, no new comics from us coming out this week. But that gives you the opportunity to go back and pick up some comics you may have missed, some trade paperbacks and whatnot. And like I always say, if you pick up any Dynamite books, be sure to head over to our website at dynamiteentertainment.com and head over to the forums and let us know what you think about what we're doing. Like I said before, this week is a skip week, so there will be no new Dynamite comics. But what I did do is put together an interview with Red Sonja writer Brian Reed, and we'll get to that here in just one moment. There are a couple things I want to make sure that all of you are aware of. If uh, you have not been over to Newsarama and checked out Joe Rybant's interview with boys writer Garth Ennis, you need to head over there. And if you are subscribed to the RSS feed for Dynamite or have been by the blog, you notice that we have put up the audio interview that Joe did with Garth, so be sure to go by there and listen to it as well as check it out over at Newsarama. Uh, like I said, no books this week, but next week on September 24th we have two new books coming out: Project Superpowers number six and Zorro number seven. So you want to be sure to check those out. Also coming soon, we're, we're going to have New Battlestar Galactica Origins number ten, Boys number twenty-three. Volume 3 of the Boys Trade Paperback. Army of Darkness, number 13. Man with No Name, number 4. New Battlestar Galactica's new miniseries, Ghost, written by Brandon Jura. Lone Ranger, number 13. giant Size Red Sonja, number 2. We also have Battlefield's Night Witches, number 1, by Garth Ennis. And Zorro, number 8. So be sure to keep an eye out for all of these dynamite books. Coming up. Uh, just a couple things of Dynamite in the news, and then we'll get to the Brian Reed interview. Wizarduniverse.com talks about the boys number two, uh, 22, excuse me, saying, It has plucks reader's interest like playing a banjo, revealing secrets while planting seeds for more fruitful stories down the line. You may not want to take the boys home to meet mom, but they're a hell of a wake-up call if you're burned out on Super Books. And we appreciate Wizard Universe making those comments about the boys. We love the boys, and I hope all of you are enjoying it as well. A couple Dynamite spotlights over at WizardUniverse.com also about the Lone Ranger and Red Sonja. There's some previews over there, so you probably want to head over there and check them out. You can go by our blog at DynamiteEntertainment.com and click on Blog, and you can get a direct link to those previews, so be sure and check that out. Newsarama has a couple of things. Uh, like I said before, there's the uh, Joe Riba interview with Garth Ennis, and there is a look at Jungle Girl Season 2, and the team that's put that book together, so be sure to check that out. Well, that's enough about uh, what we have going on, and that's enough of me. Let's go ahead and get to the Brian Reed interview. Alright, on the show with me Today is writer of Red Sonia Brian Reed. Brian, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Cool. Now, for those who've been reading Red Sonia for a while, they've known this is not your your first stint on the series. You you were co writer uh, back with Michael Avon Oming uh, with issues twenty six through twenty nine. Yeah. Was uh, was that sort of the kind of getting you ready to be the the solo writer, or did or was that just sort of helping out Oming at the time?
1: Uh, at the time I started, it was just helping out Oming. It was, uh, he gave me a call and said, hey, you know, I've got a little bit of a scheduling issue, and I could use a hand, and, you know, he's good friends with Bendis, and Bendis had told him how much fun he had working with me, so Mike wanted to try it, too, and uh, asked me if I wanted to jump on and help out, and... As we went through the first couple of months, Mike had been trying to decide if he was sticking with the book or not and finally decided that he didn't want to do it anymore, and that was when uh, Joe Rybraith, the editor, asked me if I wanted to take over.
0: Cool. So, uh, so were you part of the decision-making that, that came up with the idea of killing off your lead character? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that was all me. Yes, that was my fault. <laughs> was, uh, I just, as I was writing... The last issue, and I knew Mike was gone, and I knew I was going to be taking over. It was a big question of, well, what am I going to do? Yeah. You know, what what is what am I going to do that's going to make my run different than Mike's, uh, and you know, different than the people before Mike who wrote Red Sonia, and you know, what can I do that's not just pretty girl hits people with sword for you know twelve or twenty four issues or however long I stick around? And uh, the first thing I came to was, you know, let's let's break it. Let's just break everything. Well, <laughs> and, that's
0: a good way to do it.
1: and it was just, you know, let's let's undo what has come before and put it back together again and show why it's together the way it's always been and show why it works the way it does and really explore, you know, Sonia's origin has always been, oh, she was raped and her family was killed, and that's really been it, yet her world is filled with all these huge mystical things and there's a reason behind everything that she's involved in, except for her rape and her family being killed. Like, that's just something that just happened. I
0: just got through that. And (laughs) so,
1: yeah, and so I wanted to take that and build on it and go, why was her life destroyed this way? Why was it taken apart like that? And that's where we came up with the whole, uh, you know, Kulangath and goddess having had a previous relationship and kind of looking at why Sonya exists and that she's this tool of the goddess. And really, it was a lot of fun to just like grab Sonya's world and yank it all right out from under her. And you know, this this thing you've dedicated your life to—it's a lie. <laughs>
0: and
1: <laughs> and it, it's just kind of fun to break people that way.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think it's interesting storytelling to be able to to totally break down a character and then and rebuild her from the from the ground up. So it, mm-hmm. it does make you know, as a reader, it does make it pretty interesting to read something you know in a different light that you've been reading for so long. So. So I can I can oh, and, imagine what it's like for a creator.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, I always say that as a creator, you know, you, you're your first, you're the first person you have to entertain. And I wasn't going to be entertained as much fun as I had working with Mike, and as much fun as I had reading Mike. I wasn't going to be entertaining myself writing Mike's stories. Right. And so, so it was what what can I do that's going to be new and exciting and different. And uh, when I pitched it to Dynamite, I had actually kind of decided just by myself without saying anything to them that if they didn't like the pitch I was giving them, I wasn't going to take the book because I didn't have anything to say with it aside from what I was pitching. And uh, I I was expecting them to come back and go, well, we kind of like this part right here, but this whole killing her off thing has got to go. <laughs> and, uh, and they actually came back and went, this is great, let's do this. <laughs> and so that's how we got where we are.
0: Well, it, you know, Redstone is a licensed property, so is is it sort of, you kind of have to, were you worried about that that being, because it's licensed, that killing off the character uh, being sort of uh, thrown back at you and, and kind of, you can't do that?
1: I had my way out of the story to explain, you know, like, yes, we're killing her, but dot, 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> and this yeah. is, you know, this is the rest of the story and this is how it works. And I can't get too deeply into that. Some of it's already been explained, that, you know, Sonya is something that happens
0: mm-hmm.
1: over and over again. Uh, and that, I think, kind of comforted them and made them okay. And uh, the the pitch I gave to them was, look, you know, the, the Roy Thomas Marvel era was Red Sonya. The Oming era was Red Sonya. My era is Red Sonya. But it turns out they're not all three the same woman.
0: Well, and, oh, okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah, and it's so like that's that was kind of my pitch to them at the start, and that's what we explained through the end of the uh, travel through the underworld. And now what we're seeing is this new Sonya incarnation coming to life.
0: Well, it didn't take you very long to uh, to kind of shed the the new life that she had to, to thrust her back into uh, wanting to kill someone, did you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the the thing that I thought was interesting with it this time was we've taken the goddess out of the equation. Mm-hmm. And instead, right. so we've got this mystery man, and uh, I don't know if the mystery man's name has been in the published comics yet, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I I lose all track of what I've written and when it's out and all of that. <laughs> uh, so, so if I'm being all cagey about something that's actually already in print, I apologize. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean they they have you know it's been in been in the book uh, thus far that that Osin is is helping her out now. Okay, good. We we have said his name. Though. Yeah, all right. and. Uh, <laughs> And and so he yeah, he's revealed that I think well issue thirty seven of the series came out last week. Okay. So so it's hit the shelf. So yeah, that I'm, that's been in that issue.
1: Okay. Yeah, like like I said, you know, I just I was writing issue forty this week and I don't remember what I said when and uh Peter David once joked that if you ever want to confuse a comic book writer, ask him trivia about one of his scripts. <laughs> <laughs> because we're so busy remembering everything everyone else has done and we're just producing <laughs> that we can completely forget what we've done and win.
0: So. Well, that's the thing. Like you, I mean, you're writing a, a good number of titles right now. Or have, oh, yeah. So, so I can understand how it's kind of hard to keep all that in mind.
1: <laughs> and, you know, I wrote 37 for Sonya four months ago, five months ago. Oh, wow. So, you know, it's it's all a blur for me. <laughs> well, you said you're yeah, it's Uh-huh. Oh, go, no, go, go ahead. ahead. I don't even remember what I was going to say, <laughs> so there we go. <laughs>
0: Well, you said you're, you're, you're working on 40 now, and, and now you do have some sort of timeline in this. I think I had read somewhere that you said you have a two-year plan. For I have this. a two-year plan. Yeah. Now, is the two-year plan is this? Is there a beginning, middle, and end to this, or is there yep. this one yep. story that leads into another?
1: There is a uh, there is a lot of. I try to break it up so that if you haven't been reading, you can come in at any time and kind of get caught up. Uh, but there is an underlying subplot that if you've been there from. You know, issue 35 when I took over through the end of my run, you'll see this one big super arc that's taken place. And that's all about a uh, mysterious treasure called the Blood Dynasty. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's sort of our uh, MacGuffin that gets us through this two year plot. And, uh, Sonya and her husband, her husband was searching for it. And as the story goes on, it's going to become more and more important.
0: Okay. Now we did get a small hint. And I'm not. I don't know if I don't think it was throwaway. Knowing knowing how writers are, I don't think that the 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 small emblem uh, that the ambushers had on the uh, ambushed Osen that had the Kulon-Goth image on it was was anything just Ye- thrown yep. away. So. <laughs> that was very interesting, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, because he just because oson just kind of says, "Ah, oh, we'll get to that mystery at another time." Yep. So. <laughs> so does that That's mean that a- Goth has some? tie to the blood dynasty or is that something you want to talk
1: about everything that is shows up in the book has got to pay off okay is uh the the thing that irritates me most in the universe is when uh people are just making shit up as they go along Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and uh, you know like uh, i can't watch lost because i know they're just making it up as they go along (laughs) (laughs) and uh so you know, like that, that was my thing with this was I, if I'm going to do an extended run, I wanted to tell a story with the beginning, a middle, and an end. And I figured out what the end was before I figured out the beginning and the middle. And so that's what I'm building towards. Everything that comes into the book, I've got a big document, uh, Nick Barucci jokes that I sent it in and he looked at it and went, I'm not reading all of that. There's too much. Clearly he knows what he's doing. Give him the job. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I've got to say, as a reader, thus far, it's it's been pretty good. So. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, it's a uh, it, it is all planned out.
1: It's all going somewhere, and uh, and I'm having a lot of fun with it.
0: Cool. Now you've got Walter Giovanni uh, work, doing the art on this series. Is he on board for a long stretch, or for your entire run, or just?
1: So far, as I've been told.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I don't I don't know otherwise.
0: Well, you know, the reason I say that is, and the, the way the industry has been. Over the last couple of years, writers and artists tend to come a lot more with the artist because of deadlines and things of that nature. But just it's nice to see when a writer and an artist get to do you know a, a good run of of issues. So I was just as a fan, yeah, it, being curious about that.
1: So so far as I know, Walter is here to stay. Cool.
0: So he's working on 40 or 39 right now.
1: Uh, he <laughs> should be. Yeah, he should be on 39, I think. Cool. Uh, because with schedules being what they are, 38 should pretty much be in the bag.
0: Now, you said before, you, uh, how Sonya, this is, you know, your Sonya is a new in- incarnation of Sonya. Um, and you've said you've, you were a fan of, of Oming's run on it. Did, have you, were you reading Roy Thomas's run or was this, or have you gone back and read them since then?
1: I, I went back and read them when I agreed to work with Mike, mm-hmm. uh, because I was real honest with Mike at the time. I said, look, you know, I've, I've not been reading anything that hasn't been research. And at the time, I was writing uh, New Avengers Illuminati with Bendis, oh, yeah. and so I was reading a ton of stuff, but none of it was for fun. It was all research stuff. It was, you know, I was rereading Secret War and Secret War Two and the Infinity Gems and all of this stuff. And uh, I was honest with my like, look, dude, I've I've been reading Ms. Marvel and Avengers and Spider Woman and all this stuff for the last three years. I have not been reading Red Sonja. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know if I'm the right guy for this gig and mike said no really we'll send you all the comics uh, we'll let you read them and you know you'll be up to speed and you'll be good to go and they sent me everything dynamite's published like i got this huge box <laughs> and it was and some of it was reprints of the old marvel comics and some of it was you know all the mike stuff and frank cho's stuff and i uh, <clears throat> i sat in my basement for 48 hours and did nothing but read red sonia comics and uh, it was it was all up to speed and ready to roll with it
0: <laughs> cool now we're going to see um I mean, Osen is a is a re- reoccurring character or a character we've seen before, um, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, well, not obviously, but maybe Kulon and Goth will be showing back up. Are there any other sort of things that you're going to be pulling on, uh, pulling from the past into your ship? Yeah, there's
1: there's a lot of,
0: and it begins with,
1: with Osen. There's a lot of time has passed and the world has changed, but there are these familiar little pieces of it. And that's what we're going to be seeing as we go on is what are these, what are these familiar, like, you know, touchstones from Mike's run, especially? And, uh, you know, how, how are they today? And, you know, in the, in the intervening years, what has happened to the world and why is Sonya back now are, are all the things that are going to be answered as we go on.
0: Okay. I'm not, I'm not a, uh, I'm not big on the claw if you're if, if you're familiar with that character, but Osen looked yeah. vaguely familiar uh, with yeah. his with his claw. <laughs> and reading the series, you know, the very first issue and seeing that claw there, I, I that was my immediate assumption. And is that who that that's who that character was. was? Is there some intent there? You know, like I said, I, I'm. Not very familiar there, with the character.
1: The the fun thing with doing a jump forward in time like this and setting up a mystery like this is that you get to throw in a couple of red herrings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and you get people going, Oh, I know what that is! <laughs> and then you can just, I can giggle. But uh it's... I forget if it's 37 or 38, that at the opening we see how Os- Osun got the claw.
0: Yeah, it's 37, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, and uh so we we see that. We still don't know quite what it means... And, uh, as we move into, I think it's 38, we see what that thing does, uh, and, and why he's got it. And it's going to remain a little bit of a mystery for a while, but again, it's another one of those things that as we move forward, it all gets explained, it all gets laid out for you, and you see, you go, oh, oh. <laughs> That's why that happened.
0: Very nice, very nice. Uh, well, you know, you talked to, uh, a minute ago about, about doing research for Marvel and everything, and you've, you know, you've, you're working on quite a bit of, uh, Marvel work right now. With with the exposure that you have over at Marvel, are you seeing or are you hearing uh some of those fans of yours from Miss Marvel and, and that coming over and checking out Red Sonya now that you're writing it? You know what's funny is I've actually had it happen the other way more.
1: Oh, is okay. uh when I when I first took over well, when I first joined Mike writing Red Sonia, uh I did a Comic Con like a week after our first issue together came out, which was what, twenty five or something? Mm-hmm. And uh and I had someone come in and hand me that issue, and they go, "Hey, you know, I didn't know I didn't know you were going to be here. I I didn't think just one issue of a comic book would be enough to have you at a comic con." <laughs> I said, "No, I I've been working for Marvel for a couple years now." And really, what titles? And then the guy comes back like 20 minutes later with a stack of Ms. Marvels and whatever else I had out at the time. <laughs> <laughs> cool, oh, awesome, yeah. And I've had a I've had a few people since then come through lines at Marvel signings with big stacks <laughs> of Red Sonia, like they've had all the alternate covers. Oh, cool! And uh, and they uh, come through with all of that, and they will be like, "I didn't know you did Marvel work." <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I've I've had them come both ways, but it's actually funny how many I've had come from Red Sonya.
0: That is interesting. That's cool. Um, and well, yeah, with Red Sonya being sort of the flagship title for Dynamite right now, uh, side by side with the boys, uh, I, I can see it go both ways, so that that is pretty cool.
1: I think we need to do a Sonya
0: Boys crossover myself. That would be <laughs> nice. Not- <laughs> I'm sure Ennis would be up for it.
1: <laughs> so somewhere Nick Perucci just went, Yes!
0: Yes! I That's, heard a cash register! <laughs> hey, if they can have Ash and Xena meet together, why not Red Sonia and the boys?
1: <laughs> well, I, I just step out of Garth's way on that one. You just write it all and go crazy. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. I'll just take credit for it. That's all. <laughs> Just send me the script so I can read it. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Well, is there anything else? I was wanting to give uh, readers, new and old readers, sort of a touch on, on what you're, what's what been going on in the Red Sonja and, and kind of what you have planned for. Is there anything that you'd like to, you know, Joe every week tries to give sort of his uh, tease of the week or anything like that. Do you have some sort of tease for anything coming up in Red Sonja? Uh,
1: yeah, again, I'm back at that point of, wait, what have I written? What's out? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Uh, issue 40 wraps up our first big arc, which is, you know, like, going to be one of our bigger arcs as far as numbers of issues are concerned. Uh, for a little while here, it's going to be a lot of short little one-two-three-shot issue arcs. Uh, but the end of of issue 40 is really, it's put us on rails. It's got us set up for this next year and a half of stories that follow and tell the rest of the story of why is Sonya here now, why is her life like this, what's happened in the intervening years, uh, and... It's if you think it's been crazy up till now, I actually have been doing the calm part of the story. Wow. So it, it gets it gets really weird from here on in.
0: Well, I thought it was a great a great tease at the end of issue thirty seven when we find out that Red Sonya's or Sonya's is going to be a pirate.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the pirate uh, the pirates are fun. Cool.
0: Well, all right, Brian, I want to thank you for uh, being being on the show with us. And uh, and everybody, be sure to check out Red Sonia. Like I said, number 37 just came out this past week and it sounds like there's going to be a lot of exciting stuff going up for Red Sonia. So thanks, well, thanks again, Brian. So. I'm glad to do it. I want to thank Brian for being on the show this week. It was a great time talking with him. Uh, if you want to check out anything that Dynamite's doing, be sure to come over to dynamiteentertainment.com. Check out everything there on the blog and on the forums. If you'd like to Email us. You can do that at letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. Be sure to mark that it's okay to print in the blog or talk about here on the podcast. hope everyone has a great week. And if you're looking for any comic book stores in your area, be sure to go by csls.diamondcomics.com or call 1-888-COMIC-BOOK. You guys have a great week.